Your top stories on Blitz this hour. It's Advantage USA after day one of the Ryder Cup. A winning start for the Lions in the United Rugby Championship. A bumper weekend of football on the horizon. It's all systems go for the Russian Grand Prix. And hardcore tennis action continues. A great atmosphere welcome players for the United States and Europe at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin for the long-awaited start of the 43rd Ryder Cup. An exciting contest was expected as the tournament got underway with the morning foursomes. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth got the USA off to a great start as they edged the European pairing of John Rahm and Sergio Garcia by the second hole. However, the world number one and his experienced partner regrouped by the third as they found their rhythm. A three-hole lead by the 10th was briefly cut by one on the 13th. However, they still managed to see out the match 3-1 to hand Europe the early lead. A good showing by Dustin Johnson and Colin Morikawa in match two against Paul Casey and Victor Hovland restored the overall score for the USA. Taking the lead on the first hole, the pairing looked in good form. And despite losing back-to-back -back holes on three and four, Johnson and Morikawa gained momentum by the sixth, winning five holes on their way to claiming the match three and two on the 16th. The pairing of Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger continued the charge for the USA as they raced to two up after the third against Lee Westwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick. The Europeans managed to level the match after the ninth hole. However, Kepka and Berger continued their form as they again went two up after claiming back-to-back -back holes before wrapping up the contest two and one on the 17th. Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele dominated their match against Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter as they outplayed the European opponents on the first five holes for a stunning lead. Four halves were followed by back-to-back -back holes for Europe. However, the early damage could not be wiped out as Cantley and Chauvele wrapped up the match by the end of the 15th hole, 5-3. and three. The afternoon session with a change of format to the four balls brought with it tough encounters. Leading the line for the USA, Dustin Johnson and Xander Schauffele found themselves three up after five holes against Bernd Wiesberger and Paul Casey, while Scotty Scheffler and Bryson DeChambeau were tied at the turn against John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton. For Europe, a good showing in match four on the front nine for the Tommy Fleetwood-Victor Hovland pairing had them two up through six holes against Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantley. The USA, with the putting strokes going their way, started to take control as Johnson and Schauffele opened up a gap in their match, while Tony Finau and Harris English started to get the better of McElroy and Shane Lowry as they went four up with five to play. It would only be a matter of time before the USA secured two more points as both English and Finau, and Johnson and Schauffele wrapped up their matches with a great display. He has been rock solid, hasn't he, Tony Finau? And that is 4-1 to the United States. There was a slight ray of light for Europe as John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton rescued a half in their afternoon match, while the day's final pairing went all the way to the 18th, but ended all square. A great start to the 43rd Ryder Cup for the USA as they take a commanding lead from the day's play. Ryder Cup action continues on your World of Champions as Day 2 comes to you live from Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. The Stadio Sergio Lanfranchi in Parma ushered in a new era for Northern and Southern Hemisphere Rugby as Zebre and the Emirates Lions got the inaugural United Rugby Championship underway. 
Despite Zebra having most of the possession during the opening quarter, the Lions scored the first try of the competition. Jumbo Lengo doing the honours and it took the Johannesburg franchise just four minutes to double their lead with Berger Urendal barging through the Zebra defensive line. The home side were completely outplayed during the opening half as the Lions' try-scoring fest continued as Rob Matkwane bagged a brace early on. The Travellers continued to dominate the aerial battle that led to the fifth try of the half as hooker Yaku Fasaki piled his way over in the corner, 35-0 the score at half-time. It took Zebre all of 51 minutes to register their first points of the encounter and they did so in style. Smooth interplay between forwards and backs saw fly half Carlo Kana over in the corner. A yellow card to substitute Sibusiso Sangweni and a penalty try opened the door for Zebre to eye a spectacular comeback, scoring two more unanswered tries to cut the Lions lead down to 12 points. The Travellers' first half heroics was enough to earn them the win after being kept trialless in the second half as it was too little too late for Zebre slumping to a 38-26 defeat at home. Wins for the Emirates Lions, Ulster and Cardiff in the opening weekend of the United Rugby Championship. The action continues with the DHL Stormers facing Benetton. The Vodacom Bulls have a tough encounter against Leinster, while the South Sea Sharks will face Munster. The action will be live on your World of Champions. The Leicester Tigers were looking to maintain their great start to the Gallagher Premiership season when they travelled to Kingsholm to face Gloucester. The visitors were off to a cracking start as two penalties by George Ford was followed by a converted Harry Wells try less than 10 minutes later as the Tigers raced to a 13-point lead. Gloucester clawed their way back into the contest as Fraser Balmain powered over the line for a converted try. The joy was short-lived though as prop Ellis Genge managed to break the home team's defence before the half-hour mark. The to-and-fro continued as Ruan Ackerman managed to add his name to the score sheet for the home team with a well-worked try. And though not converted, the score sent Gloucester into the tunnel, trailing the Tigers by six points. A pound-for-pound -pound battle followed in the second half as first Harry Potter stepped his way through the defence before Mark Atkinson cancelled out the score as he barged over at the other end for the home team. Leicester continued the attacking play with Nick Dolly finding enough space to cross for the visitors' fourth of the night. Gloucester, though, struck back as replacement Jack Clement had the crowd on their feet with the Adam Hastings conversion ensuring a nervy finish to the contest. Though the home team went in search of a possible equalising score, Leicester managed to see out the contest to maintain their winning start to the season. Top of the table, Chelsea will play host to last season's league winners Manchester City at Stamford Bridge on Saturday in one of the most anticipated Premier League fixtures of the season. In their last three meetings in all competitions, it has been Thomas Tuchel's side who have been victorious, which includes the Champions League final back in May. The Londoners were also responsible for ending City's FA Cup campaign last season. However, in their previous league encounter at the bridge, it was the citizens who walked away with a 3-1 win. Pep Guardiola's team will also be boosted by their 6-1 midweek triumph over Wickham Wanderers in the Carabao Cup. A much-needed performance as City registered a single shot on target in their latest league match, which ended in a goalless draw at home to Southampton. A rotated Chelsea team managed to prevail against Aston Villa on Wednesday after their one-all match was decided in a penalty shootout. Both the Blues and the Citizens have conceded just one goal in the league thus far, 
proving that the battles in front of goal should be an interesting watch, especially Romelu Lukaku, who has recently returned to London against the 2020-21 player of the season, Ruben Diaz. N'Golo Kante, who came off the bench to aid Chelsea to their 3-0 derby thriller over Tottenham, could be pivotal in midfield alongside talisman Jorginho, considering the general commanding possession play of Guardiola's troops. This match promises to be a spectacle for fans and neutrals alike and should definitely not be missed. Premier League action continues on your world of champions as Chelsea next hosts the reigning champions Manchester City, while Manchester United will welcome Aston Villa. Liverpool will be on the road to face Brentford, while Arsenal will take on Tottenham Hotspur. The action will be live on your world of champions. Defending champions Atletico Madrid travel to Alaves to open matchday 7 of La Liga. Real Madrid take on Villarreal later the day. On Sunday, Barcelona hosts Levante, while the action concludes with Salta Vigo hosting Granada. All of it live on Supersport. Spezia and AC Milan get match day 6 of the Italian top flight underway, while there's a big battle that awaits as Inter Milano at home to Atalanta and Juventus will take on Sampdoria. Swallows FC and Cape Town City went into their DSTV Premiership clash at the Dobsonville Stadium with both sides coming off defeats from their last matches. The game started with a fairly fast pace with Cape Town City the one having the better chance early on. Swallows also had a small window of opportunity but that also amounted to nothing. The score would be locked at 0-0 at half time and when the two sides returned the citizens looked good for the lead. Does have options left and right, finds the left-hand side one. Lacazette in space! Just for a moment, the defensive swallows opened up invitingly. The remainder of the match had a few more chances, but none of the sides were able to convert, sharing the spoils in a nil-nil draw. The DSCV Premiership continues with yet another busy schedule this weekend. The big clash being between Orlando Pirates and Mamelodi Sundowns. Second place Super Sport United will aim to continue their unbeaten run when they host Marisburg United. Kazichi's fans will hope Amakosi will bounce back on their trip to Marumo Gallants. Three teams are hot on the heels of the Brazilians who are two points clear at the top of the standings. Royal, AM, Baroka FC and Marisburg United are also locked even on points. Swallows, Kaiser Chiefs and Amazulu find themselves on the bottom half of the table with some teams yet to claim three points this season. Having completed the group stages with a perfect record, two times FIFA Futsal World Cup winners Spain look to carry the momentum into the round of 16 where they face the Czech Republic at the Vilnius Arena in Lithuania. The Spanish were on point from the get-go as strikes by Raul Campos and Raul Gomez handed them a two-goal cushion five minutes into the contest. The Czech Republic found it difficult to deal with the continued waves of attack and soon conceded a third as Jose Raya netted the third before Adolfo Fernandez added the fourth late in the half, ensuring that the Czech Republic would have a mountain to climb in the second period if they were to ensure a turnaround and keep their hopes of a quarterfinal spot alive. The Czech Republic came out firing in the second half as Lukas Resitar netted early, while Michal Holly cut the deficit to two goals midway through. Spain managed to shut shop though with the final whistle looming and sealed the result with mere minutes left on the clock. Oh, and it might work out now, Ortiz! Serves the deal for Spain! Their inspirational skipper, their most capped 
has just made sure of their progression into the quarterfinals. Much was expected in the quarterfinal between top seed Iga Sviantek and seven seed Yelena Rybakina when the two faced off at the Ostrova Open. Both players were giving little away until the third game where Sviantek was able to break her Kazakhstan opponent. Rybakina was also able to do the same to pull the set level at 3 all. Oh, sensational ball striking from Rybakina. It went to a tight break with both players losing serve, but it was the top seed that prevailed. The second set was one-way traffic with the Polish star breaking Rybakina twice with victory in sight. Sviantek winning at 7-6, 6-2 to set up a semi-final clash with fourth seed Maria Sakari. I always felt that um, I can serve better and then, you know, uh, actually it's not about the percentage, the percentage of uh, first serve, but after what happens um, in the rally. So I'm pretty happy that I was consistent. She was playing super fast and I knew uh, she's going to do that. So I wanted to, you know, change rhythm, play some higher balls. It wasn't really, you know, my game, um, but, but I knew it's going to give me points. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to do that and to just stay, stay consistent. And I'm really happy that I made it because it's a nice... Uh, He's a really hard play, a hard game, a hard player to play against. So we've played when we were juniors, and um, also I always played tough matches against her. So I'm pretty happy that I could um, close this match in such a great score in second set. Second seed Petra Kvitova faced Jill Teichmann of Switzerland in the quarterfinal of the Ostrava Open in the Czech Republic. Coming from a round of 16 match that needed the full complement of sets to ensure her progression, Kvitova looked to be in no mood to endure the same battle as she landed first serves while also chasing her opponent to the corners from the tee. A converted break handed her the advantage before wrapping up the set 6-4. Kvitova continued the form into the second set as she managed to set up and convert another break. Despite her serve ratio declining somewhat from the first, the second seed still managed to maintain her hold on proceedings as she moved to match point in the game. The conversion of it sending her into the last four at the Ostrava Open. Third seed Belinda Bencic faced Anet Kontavit in the quarterfinal of the Ostrava Open. Bencic, winner of the gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics, were under pressure in the first set though, as Kontavit managed to find all the right spots on the court to race to a 5-1 lead. A slight recovery by the Swiss star reduced the damage somewhat, however Kontavit wrapped up the first set 6-4. Bencic continued to struggle in the second set against her opponent, with Kontavit more than happy to take advantage of the 53% win ratio on a first serve. The pressure eventually took its toll as Kontavit managed to convert another break point against Bencic's serve, which provided the much-needed cushion to move to match point as she booked her place in the semi-final of the Ostrava Open.